Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Oh, hello, hello, everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for this episode of Talk Tuesday. Super, super excited to have Brittany on. Hey, Tierra. Um, so if this is your first time tuning in, the um, objective of the show is to talk to uh, our guests and talk to them about their career path, their idea of success in the beginning compared to their idea of success today, as well as the tips and motivators that they've used along the way. So Brittany's in the room, so we will get started. Hey, Brittany, how are you? Hey, everyone. <laughs> uh, so I'm so happy that you're here with us today so we can get started. Started. If you could please introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what you do currently for work. Sure. So, as you mentioned, I'm Brittany. I am a graduate of the University of South Carolina, where I've obtained my degree in public health and minor in health promotion, education, and behavior. I then received my master's in health administration from Clayton State, and now I'm embarking on a new journey. I'm getting my doctorate. And um, public health, a little nervous while working full-time, but we're going to knock this I out. <laughs> I currently work at Emory University, which is um, part of the hospital system in Georgia. I serve as the assistant director of Urban Health Initiative, where I work with health disparities and health inequities around Metro Atlanta. And we even branched out to working in Alabama and doing a dibble and dabbling now in South Carolina, which is exciting where I oversee our mentorship program for one, where we work with Title I schools across Metro Atlanta, working mm -hmm. with our tobacco cessation program, as well as um, doing our day-to-day -day operations from handling budgets, um, recruiting volunteers, um, trying to be a professional gold digger and getting funding for our organization because nonprofits, that's how we mm -hmm. work. Yep. And also serving as our engagement manager, which I have two jobs and one at Emory, where I work with uh, working with Alzheimer's and dementia on that side oh, with wow. recruiting uh, different providers across the state of Georgia. So which is awesome. And as you can see, this banner behind me, I also have my own nonprofit, which yes. is the Wellstar Initiative. We're working with to decrease health disparities by doing health education, promotion, and advocacy, which perfectly aligns just amazing with what I do day to day. And also a personal trainer. So um, I've been doing virtual clients so, and also being booked to do different talks as it relates to public health. So it kind of gave you a, a whole mouthful just now. <laughs> no, first of all, we love a, a multi-hyphenate. Um, this is so inspiring and amazing. And you're going for a PhD next, like, girl. We this is hashtag goals, hashtag goals. Um, so no, you're doing it, and that is commendable. Um, so when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up, and why? So as a little girl, it was completely, completely different. Um, I wanted to be a model. I am six feet without any heels. Okay. And I was always felt awkward and being taller than all the boys growing up, I felt like being a model would help with my confidence. And also, mm -hmm. um, Tyra Banks was 
just freaking goals for me growing up. I just idolized her. And so that was like my dream thing to do is to be a model. Okay. And so Tyra was the inspiration behind that and also uh, to peak confidence. Um, and so when did you make the pivot? Um, how did we get to, um, or I guess before that, um, what did you think success was at that time? Oh, I was very cliche, okay. very extremely cliche about what success looked like to me growing up as a kid. To me, success was being famous, having money, having elaborate vacations, having all these foreign whips parked outside my house. Like that was success for me. But oh, as I'm getting closer to 30, to me, success means a completely different message. Success is having a purposeful life. Success mm -hmm. is having peace. Uh, so it, it, it has definitely um, transitioned as I got older. As you got older and why? Um, so as you, so maybe as you tell us about your journey, like when, when did that shift for you? With um, success and what it looks like? Um, I think it honestly shifted after undergrad too because I was really humbled after graduating college I had this dream of okay yeah I got my bachelor's degree so I'm gonna apply for I'm not gonna get this job but I felt like I applied for like a hundred jobs and to wait to hear back from one so that was completely humbling and then like being in a job where just not being happy or not fulfilling your purpose like you know what you're like at that point I knew what my calling was I knew what I was supposed to do and it, it just didn't mean much to me mm -hmm. and so that's why I feel like having a peace of mind um if you don't have a peace of mind how could you honestly be present in the moment to even enjoy success that's such a good point that's such a good point yeah. um so that's what it transition when so can you tell us just about your journey so when did you make the pivot from wanting to be a model to now being this uh multi-hyphenate uh <laughs> public health guru so it was definitely a lot of pivots um in that journey so when i went off to undergrad i originally wanted to be a pharmacist which is weird now saying it thinking about it and reflecting of who i was then i honestly just wanted to go at their dollar signs because mm. at that point for me that success was money yep. and I mean, that's very cliche and so while I was in school I didn't enjoy the classes uh, I did an internship which I'm grateful to have opportunity to do an internship the summer of my freshman year transition to my sophomore year because if I haven't done that I would probably be miserable doing mm -hmm. pharmacy work right now. So I encourage anybody, if you have opportunity to intern as soon as you can, I did not enjoy the experience. I was like, okay, so I'm in the back, uh, count pills, and then I see the pharmacist, they will just, you know, talk to the the customers about X, Y, Z, about how to take their pills, this, that, and the third. And I was like, oh, could I really see myself doing this for the rest of my life Long yes term, i will be collecting right? a check mm -hmm. a great check but this is not me and this doesn't align with my personality mm -hmm. and it was a aha moment when i took a 
intro to public health course. It was just an elective class and it completely changed my life. For the first time, I heard the term social determinants of health. And for those who are not familiar, social determinants of health is where you live, grow, and work at and how these things can have an impact to your health outcomes. And while taking that course, it was talking about like how your zip code matter. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had an aha moment because I was actually misdiagnosed at my local hospital. And at mm -hmm. one point, my hospital was ranked the top 25 worst hospitals in the entire nation. And so mm -hmm. while I am listening to what she was t talking about, my professor at the time, I'm on here, I'm just Googling like, oh, so this is my county average. At one point, my county was ranked the top, I mean, it was, was one of the top three poorest counties in the entire state of South Carolina. So I'm researching my county. I'm comparing our stats from the state to the national average. And it was just completely alarming from different chronic illnesses. At one point, this was like a while back though, our the mean the median average for our family was like maybe like twenty eight thousand. We mm -hmm. had a higher minority population, African American population. Uh, close to 50% was living in poverty. Jeez. And it was like, wow, someone needs to do something about it. Like, how do you, how do you like try to change this number? How do you connect the dots with that? And so that was like my aha moment. And I changed my major the next semester to public health. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um... And so we've already started to discuss what your idea of success is um, today. Um, so I guess my question for you would be, um, um, how much of you wanting to make an impact? Like, how did that affect what you think success is? Well, I am a Christian, and I am really big on purpose and I do mm -hmm. believe if you're not operating in your purpose you could be blocking someone else's blessing and so that was definitely my that to me like like I said success to me is living a purposeful life like when I go on to the other side when I die I want to be all used up I want to die empty if you go into the graveyard that is it's so many people that was full of potential I don't want to be that person and so that, like, like I said, like, I want to be very purposeful, and I even implement a program back in my hometown before I even started in my career while I was in grad school when I proposed to our city council, got them to buy in, them to back dollars, which was very impressive, nice. behind a program that I, you know, came up with, and um, it was I honestly believe that another part of being so we we were created to serve, and mm -hmm. service is a huge, huge component for me. And I just wanted to be impactful and be the best version of myself, and to help others in that aspect. That's amazing. And so you uh, spoke about your faith, and so I have a feeling that this is going to be a part of this answer. Um, but I wonder, what are some of the tips and motivators that you used um, along your journey? So for one, I feel like my ancestors is 
a huge motivator for me, along with my strong faith as well. And just thinking about all the different obstacles and adversities that our ancestors went through to overcome and why not did I operate in my full potential because we right now we are living our ancestors wildest dreams and we mm -hmm. have to take advantage of this moment not tomorrow but today and that is like my motivation to keep me going every single day and of course I have um, my Faith. I have my family and my friends and mentors who also stretch me along the way to constantly be a better version of myself as well. Um, yeah, I, I strongly believe in the circle, right? The circle keeping you, keeping you in line, but also propelling you forward. Um, yes. So what is something that you have learned or you're still in the process of learning that you wish you had learned sooner? One thing that I've learned and I can just hear my best friend saying this, is giving myself grace. Because mm. even though, you know, we are our ancestors' wildest dreams, I feel like we got so comfortable with being a workaholic. Me growing up, I was taught by my dad, like, resting is being lazy. Mm. And so I felt like I had to constantly go, 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 go. And, and if you don't rest, your body will rest for you yes I will and so yes I will <laughs> yeah so that's why I'm big on like mental health um aspect because I learned the hard way and so now I tell myself like it's okay like if I'm not feeling fine like I can just take a day off use a sick day and that's my mental health break to just refuel mm -hmm. myself and so I encourage everyone to constantly you know listen to your listen to your body take the necessary breaks i never and i'm still working on this with taking lunch breaks um it's very rare for me so now i'm just trying to even if it's like take 15 minutes to walk or do something like that um just just taking those definitely those mental breaks using like the calm app when necessary i even now have calm uh, down dog which is the app for yoga and I have mm. it set like on 10 minutes. So sometimes when I just feel like, you know, I need to step away from work, mm -hmm. I will go in my little corner since I'm working from home right now and do that just to refresh my mind. I love that. Um, is that what sort of prompted you or wanted you to start your, uh, your own entrepreneurial endeavor? Well, I honestly started my own business before I even had a job. Uh, so I started it when I was in grad school. I, well, I had a job, but it wasn't like a, a real job. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a career like a job. Business, you know, my career job. So I I, I grew up around uh, seeing that, seeing the best of both worlds. I am a huge component of multiple streams of income. And mm -hmm. my dad, he worked at Duke Energy for 40 years. And he also had his own side business. And so that's what I saw and that's what I felt like I needed to do. So it was just always in me. I even had a business when I was nine years old, having some type of income. So it was like second nature. I love that. Um, and so um, we're coming to the end of the interview, but I do want to give you um, an opportunity to share with us just a little bit more about your business or how people can get in contact with you and what you offer. So plug away. Sure. So I don't know if you can see my little sign in the back, but my business is Wellstar Initiatives, which we are a nonprofit 
we have different educational sessions that we will constantly post on our Instagram feed. We have live um, events on Facebook or Instagram. We also have live workout events that's free. Mm -hmm. I'm also a certified personal trainer where I provide services virtually, of course, because of COVID. So if you're trying to get living room fine, please let me know. I am here. You can follow me on Instagram. And I also do different um, public speaking engagements pertaining to public health to talk about health policies, different advocacy, how um, different bills affect us um, as minorities or just with any different um, health inequities or just giving like an intro to public health. So I am here and I will love to help you in whatever endeavors um, if you're trying to achieve. And I'm also a health coach as well. So I love it. Me. <laughs> um, so what are your handles? Because this will be on Instagram, but some people do listen on the streaming podcast or podcast streams. So mm-hmm. drop your handles and then we'll also put it in the show notes. But just for someone... That's listening that they can hear. Yes. So my handles for Instagram is at B-E underscore Monet. And Monet is spelled M-O-N-E-A. And my Instagram for my own personal business, Wellstart, my nonprofit, is at Wellstart Initiatives. Perfect. Uh, And so the last question that I'm going to ask, um, I am the amateur expert and I claim to know a little bit about a lot. So if you could please, Brittany, share with me a random tidbit of information. It could be a fun fact, Snapple fact, or something that would help me answer like a $200 or $400 question on Jeopardy. Okay. Well, um, well, one fun fact, I do have a book club that I started in 2017 called Books and Brunch because I love to brunch. I live for brunch and I am craving brunch because of COVID. And the last book that we read is More Than Enough by Elaine. And I wish I had that book. I wish she wrote that book years ago and my young self would have read that book. But I encourage all African-American women or just women of that matter to read that book. It is beautifully written, mm-hmm. and it just encourages you to be your unapologetic self, authentic self. Yep. And it discussed about how, you know, sometimes we as women feel like we have to shrink ourselves. And, and then when the world tells you to shrink, I want you to expand. I love it. Well, Brittany, this was awesome. I'm so happy that we connected and that we were able to um, promote you and promote all the awesome things that you are doing. Um, Our prayers are with you as you go on this PhD journey, as well as all of your business endeavors. Um, And um, I didn't even realize that you had more than one handle. So I'm going to start following you immediately. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I just wishing you the best of luck and can't wait to see how you soar in the future. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.